Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Iglap Short Talks. It's me, your host, Paolo. And before I get into this episode's short talk, I would like to simply say happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, I did not expect that I would have an Iglap Short Talk on Christmas, but you know, it is what it is. It's a Sunday and here we are. And I guess this is my gift to all of you, especially to those people who relatively have not really been single. In today's episode, I want to talk talk about learning to love yourself. Now, the thing is, loving yourself is way easier said than done. And in my opinion, it is the most important thing one can do for themselves. And so, if you were to give yourself a Christmas gift this year, let it be loving yourself. Now, again, here's the thing. People out there, right, especially those who relatively have not been single for a while, there are those who really don't know how to love themselves. And it's actually something that is not quite easy to do. Like, you know, there are those, don't get me wrong, there are those people out there who, like, from the dawn of time or from the time that they were born, they already loved themselves. And, you know, for them, good job. I mean, if you truly love yourself, good job. You're doing something that not a lot of people are able to do. Now I want to talk about why it's difficult to love yourself. The, the thing with me is I like starting off with the negative and ending with the positive, right? So let's start out with the negative first. Why is it difficult to love ourselves? You know, in my past Iglap short talks and in my past Iglap episodes, especially with Lorraine, I discussed about loving yourself and why it's difficult. And the first part is why it's difficult is because you really know who you are, right? You know how when we grow up, we we idolize certain heroes or certain um, characters from books, films, or whatnot. We we look we look up to them and we say to ourselves, maybe I want to be like that. When I was a kid, my favorite superhero and until now is Batman. Like you know, for me, Batman is the best hero of DC ever. Like people argue, no, it's Superman or no, it's um Aquaman or Green Lantern or whatnot. For me, it's Batman. Why? That's the thing. He has no superpowers. Yeah, sure, he's incredibly rich that's why he has like the most advanced technologies and whatever but the thing that people forget about batman is he's a detective more than anything right like when you look at the original batman of course you know we we have the batman of christopher nolan and you know the the latter ones of um, val kilmer george clooney etc but when you look at the original batman he's really a detective right which means that he's smart. You know, he has a certain smart uh, that not a lot of people have, which is solving problems using logic, using clues, and all these things. And that's why I loved him as a kid. And I look, um, I looked, uh, I looked up to him because for me, he didn't need superpowers. He didn't need to be um, specially gifted, you know, with flight or whatnot. He just needed to be smart. And as a kid, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be a hero. 
and I knew that I could be a hero even without superpowers. But when you look at it this way, you know, as we get older, there are certain decisions we make in our lives. There are certain things that we do in our lives, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, a crazy amount of mistakes. As in, for me, I'm just amazed I'm still here with you guys. I'm just amazed that I get the opportunity to live my life and to be with friends, to be with family, to just be here. And when we look at ourselves, when we truly look at ourselves, not the way we want to present ourselves to society, not the way we want to present ourselves, our friends, our family, but when we get to truly see who we are, take off the mask, take off the costume, take off this um, this facade of who we are, when we get to the bare bones, a lot of the times we may not like what we see. Because in our story, our lives are our story. In our story, we should be the hero of our story. And heroes are not perfect, but they make good decisions. They are selfless. They care about people. They're charitable. They're smart and all of these things. But that's fantasy. We as people make decisions based on our feelings, based on what we want, based on what a partner may want. And because of these many factors, we tend to make mistakes. And when we, and when we make these mistakes, we hurt ourselves. And that's why when you truly see yourself in the mirror and you get to see the bare bones of who you are, a lot of the times you may not like it, especially if you have a lot of traumas, a lot of insecurities, and all of that. It is hard to love yourself knowing that you disappointed yourself, that you're not where you want to be at a certain age. You're not who you thought you would be when you were a, when you're a kid, right? When you're a kid, you think, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. Then when you're 30 years old and you're, Reflecting about life, reflecting your choices, seeing what you've done, who you've been with, who you loved, who you cared for, who are your friends, who are your friends. A lot of the times we do disappoint ourselves. It is easier to love someone else than to love ourselves because it's more difficult to forgive ourselves because we expect more from ourselves than from others. We are kinder to other people than to ourselves. Loving yourself is not easy. Loving yourself is not just simply an answer or a destination or a location. Loving yourself is a journey that we all need to take. If you truly want to be happy in life, and if you truly want, again, only if you want this, if you want to be in a loving, supporting, or supportive, sorry, relationship, 
you have to learn to love yourself. Because you cannot and should not employ others to love you. You can, your partner, your friends, your family, they aren't your therapist. And you should not treat them like that. We all have, you know, difficulties in life. And when you love yourself, then you know that you need, you know, for some people out there, you may need therapy to go through certain traumas that you have. When you learn to love yourself, you understand that you cannot just drop all of these negativity to the people around you. They're, they're there to support you, yes. But you have to remember, truly loving yourself is realizing that you may need help. And if you need that help, you get it from the right people. But your partner, your family, and your friends are there to support you. Don't treat them like your therapist because they are not. You know, um, personally speaking, when I was growing up, I never really considered myself the most good-looking person. You know, um, I was always overweight. Uh, I loved to eat. You know, I, I was one of those um, kids who would always go to the kitchen and ask, oh, what are we having? How do you cook this? How do you cook that? And of course, you know, when you're there, maybe you're helping, you know, by doing whatever. Uh, you get to try the food, right? And you get to be fed. And as someone, you know, with a Spanish background, lineage, of course, you, you know, you, you you try these things and you love them and all of that. And the thing, you know, is growing up, I always believed that, you know, for some of I'm a nice guy or whatever, someone will love me. That I will only be complete if someone loved me, I'll only be complete if I had a partner. I'll only be complete if I married and I have kids. But the thing you have to realize is you can be complete without those things. You do not need another human being to complete you. You just need yourself. You just need to love yourself. You just need to be able to respect and appreciate yourself. That's how you become complete. Like, you know, the film Jerry Maguire, the famous line is, you complete me, right? That's wrong. That's not the right way to love someone. That's not the right way to live your life. You cannot live your life hoping someone will complete you. Because they won't. And they shouldn't. Maybe they can complement your life. Maybe they can make your life better. Yeah, sure. Why not? But the thing is, your base about your own self-happiness should be with your self-love. That you should be able to love yourself. Because think about it this way. If you only love yourself 20%, you know, I'm going to use the Daniel Sloss example. Let's say 20%. And someone comes in and they love you 30%. You'll be thinking to yourself, there's so much love. But it's literally less than half. But if you love yourself 100% and you know what you deserve, 
and you know what you want and what you need, anyone who wants to be with you will have to go beyond the call of duty to make you feel special and you will not easily fall for them. They'll have to earn you and you will also have to earn them and that's the right thing to do. You know how my version of the jigsaw and my version of the jar of life, my episode last week was the two cups revisited, right? Because I see life or I see myself as a cup. You know, when you're you're a baby, it's empty then... When you go through certain events in your life, when you go through certain things in life, you fill up your cup. And once you fill it up, you know, and it overflows, whatever is in excess, that's what you give. And that's what you should receive from your partner. Because if you do not love yourself and your partner keeps on giving you and giving you their cup, their cup will become empty and they will not be okay. And vice versa, if your partner's cup is empty and you keep giving and giving your, you know, your the liquid in your cup, you will not be okay. Loving yourself is the most important thing to do. And you may ask, how do I love myself? What do I need to do? And there are so many things that one does to help fill up your cup or to help you learn to love yourself. So here are the few steps, okay? Let's go with the first step. The first step is acceptance. Accept where you are in your life. You know, some people may say, I wasted 20 years of my life um, because I thought I wanted to be this, I was with this person, all these things. Okay, so let's say, sure, okay, you feel you wasted 20 years of your life, right? Um, So let's just assume you're 30 years old or whatever. Let's just say you're 30, but you wasted 20 years. So here's the question. Do you... um, Accept that the last 20 years was wrong, but you move on with your life? Or do you waste the rest of your life with the wrong person? That's not easy to accept. Some people aren't willing, some are. But that's the first step, acceptance. Accept that you made the mistake, but also accept that you have the rest of your life to live. You have the rest of your life to love yourself, to be happy, to meet someone Or maybe not. Choose self-happiness. Find out what makes you happy. And when you find that out, you will find your self-love. So first step, acceptance. Second step, find hobbies and interests that help you grow as a person and help you distress and remove negativity in your life. Like what I mentioned a while ago, your friends and your family, they're not your therapist. They should not be your therapist, and you should not keep on negativity or negative bombing them. That's why we have hobbies and interests. Some people, they sing. You know, when they're stressed, they go to the karaoke, they sing out their hearts, release the negative energy, and they're fine. Some people love to paint. Some people love sports. Some people like... um, you know, driving around, uh, mountain hiking, whatever. Find that hobby, find that interest that helps you release negative energy and fall in love with that hobby and interest and make time for that hobby and interest. Grow your skills or whatever that is with your hobbies and interests. So acceptance, hobby slash interest. Third, understanding the bandwidth of the people around you what does that mean so each of us 
we all may be human beings. We have heads, we have hands, whatever. But our brains are always different. What I like may not be what you like. I have a high social battery. You may have a low social battery. My bandwidth of accepting and getting negative energy can be way longer than the person beside me. You have to know that each of us in life, we're all going through something. And the fact that we're willing to listen to you or, you know, and, and help you out says a lot. But not everyone is able to do this every day. Not everyone has that kind of bandwidth. Some people may have the bandwidth that they can only listen to you once, sorry, excuse me, like once a week. Or maybe once a month. And you cannot take that against them. But whatever they give, that's what you give as well to them. If they can only listen to you like once a month, maybe listen to them once a month as well. Because the thing is, we you don't want to overextend their bandwidth and make it pop and make it filled up. Loving yourself is realizing that you may need help. And people are your friends aren't your therapist. Loving yourself also means respecting people's boundaries. There's a difference between loving yourself and being selfish. And I'll explain that later. So acceptance, hobby slash interest, um, knowing people's bandwidths. The fourth thing you need to be is you cannot be dependent or overly dependent. Sorry, you cannot be overly dependent on people. You cannot believe or you cannot say that your happiness comes from a partner. Like you cannot, like you'll never be happy if you don't have a partner. That's wrong. Overdependence is always bad. You will you do depend on people, and that's fine. Dependence generally is not. A bad thing over dependence is because that means that you cannot function you cannot live your life without that person now is it okay that you know you need to see a therapist um are you is that considered being overly depend dependent or whatnot no that's a whole different thing the over dependence i'm talking about is how for you if you are in a certain situation that is possible that you can solve on your own and yet you always seek help. You always need someone or whatever. That's not healthy for you and that's not healthy for them. There has to be certain boundaries that need to be put in place. And the fifth thing about learning to love yourself is knowing when to stop. So people may be like, what the hell does that mean? There are people out there who are in bad relationships. Could be friendship, could be romantic, doesn't matter. And they would rather be in a bad relationship than not be in any relationship whatsoever. And if you ask me, that's not the best way to live your life. The worst thing you can do for yourself, as Daniel Sloss said, is to live the rest of your life with the wrong person.
if you see red flags, if you see certain things about that person that you know is not good, that you know will hurt you, don't believe that he will change or she will change or that you can tolerate it. No. When you see a red flag and they're not willing to work on that red flag, you get out of there. You stop. That's how you learn to love yourself. That's a major step in learning how to love yourself. Learning to have self-respect and self-worth. So if you can do these five steps, then you're in the right track of truly learning how to love yourself. It took me a very long time to love myself. I still have a lot of insecurities. You know, I don't have any abs. Uh, I'm six feet tall, but I wish I was taller. I mean, all of these things. And I also have traumas from people who I thought loved me, but I guess didn't love me enough. But I choose to work on these. I choose to love myself. That if they don't want me, that's fine. Because I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a great person. And there's someone out there who will love me for who I am. Who will recognize that I am working on my traumas. I am working on my own issues, flaws, whatnot. And when they're and when they have when I figure those things out, they'll have the best version of me. I'm not saying that you have to rush all of these things. Like what they said, the road to self-love is a journey, not just a de- destination. It is a journey. You have to give yourself the time. To go through all of these things. You have to give the investment that is needed to go through this. It is not cheap. It is not easy. But I promise you, it is 100% worth it. Do not settle for less. Do not say that this person's okay because he wants me. Or they want or she wants me. It doesn't matter. Know your worth. Know your value. Do not shortchange yourself. Again, if, if you wasted 10 years of your life, 20 years of your life, or 30 years of your life, sure, that sucks. It really, really does suck. But the question is, do you accept that you wasted your time and move on and learn to be happy and to find your happiness or to discover your happiness? Or do you waste the rest of your life with the wrong person? Learn to love yourself. The Jar of Life mentions that. Daniel Sloss says that a lot. And my two cups mentions that in your cup, self-love should fill up most of your cup to the point that it's overflowing. This Christmas, this holiday season, the greatest gift you can give yourself is self-love. Go put yourself on the right track. Put yourself on the journey of self-love. And I promise you, if you're the type of person that really wants to get married, have kids, or just wants to get married, or even just find a partner, whatever, the first best step to do is to start loving yourself. Because when you love yourself, you know your worth. You know who you need in your life, 
who deserves you. And you won't just accept anyone who just gives you the bare minimum and you end up putting them on a pedestal. Remember, before you choose who you love, before you choose who you choose to spend the rest of your life with, remember the bare minimum is just the bare minimum. They need to go beyond the call of duty to show you that they're serious about you, that they want to be with you, and that they want to be happy with you and make you happy. And hopefully you make them happy as well. This has been another Iglap Short Talk. Thank you again so much, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I have one last episode for the main show. It's this Thursday. And before the new year, I cannot believe I'm going to have another Iglap Short Talk this coming Sunday. That's, I believe, December 31. So how fitting that my season finale for Iglap Short Talk is on December 31. This has been great. Uh, don't worry. Uh, phase 2 of Iglap Short Talks will resume by January. And until then, thank you again so much for the support and the love, everyone. This has been amazing. Again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and let's get on that journey to self-love. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye.